Well, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Conversations with Interesting People podcast, the show where we sit down and talk with people from all walks of life and different journeys and hear their story and hopefully inspire you along your own journey as well. And I'm unbelievably pumped for this episode. Uh, a great friend, an incredible man. He's a hip-hop artist, but he's also a family man. He's a teacher, coach, all-around incredible human being. Elsie Alexander, everyone. Hello. What's, What's up? up? <laughs> What's up, dude? How are you, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Dude, thanks for joining me. Yeah. And inviting me to your house. Your house is incredible. Thanks, man. Just I'm a fan, dude. I, I mean, all your stuff is like super dope. This so. isn't about me, Elsie. I, I know, but I, I'm I'm honored that you asked me to be on part of it. <laughs> for real, so. I saw you at, yeah, we connected at Roadhouse the other yeah. night. And I was like, why in the world <laughs> have I not sat down? And we haven't connected in a while yeah. as it is, but yeah. I was like, what a fun opportunity just to be able to sit. Yeah. And do this and also catch up and hear about your life. Yeah. So, man, I'm honored that you're here and doing this, but I want to hear more about your life and your journey and just catch up to where you are because you're doing a lot of things right now. Yeah. Um, like I said, you're a, you're an artist, but you're also a family man and mm. you're also an employee, which is a really yeah. unique aspect. And so I want to hear about your journey, but I really want to start. And the question I was thinking about earlier is like, did you grow up in a pretty musical? Because you're incredibly, yeah, incredible musician, artist yeah. guy. And so I don't know if you grew up yeah. in that element or kind yeah. of how did that start? That's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me that before. Um, kind of. So I grew up in a denomination called like Church of Christ. So no instruments, okay. just voices. Yeah. And uh, where'd you grow up at? Austin, Texas. Well, okay. I grew up in this in a suburb called Round Rock. Okay. That's yeah. Like. 15 minutes from Austin. Um, so I grew up there. Um, but my grandma had eight brothers and sisters. Wow. So they were like the Jacksons before the Jacksons were even a thing. And uh, they all grew up singing together and stuff. And so my uncle actually um, almost was able to sing with Sam. I don't know if you heard of Sam Cooke before. But Absolutely. Yeah, my uncle, um, my great uncle almost had opportunity to to sing with Sam What, what happened to that? Uh, my his father wouldn't let him sing because Sam Cooke and the Soul Stirrers were kind of drifting away from like Church of Christ. Okay, yeah, culture. yeah, going secular. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And so he didn't, he didn't want him to, to be a part of that. But I actually just found that out like last summer. I was like, what? Like you know. So it's kind of it's just been in my family. My sister is a she actually graduated from ACU as a theater major, and she went to New York for like a year. And yeah. So it's just kind of been intertwined. But as far as like rapping and doing it for like a full career there's like me and i have a cousin who lives in dallas uh kirk uh the two of us are like the only two that try to do it for like a career i guess you okay. could say but the 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 blood doesn't run too deep but i mean as far as like being able to sing i have like i mean i have a lot of family members who are very yeah. gifted in that way and just growing up around them you know you just learn to pick it up and Run with it, yeah. I guess. So when, for you, it sounds like you grew up around gospel music. Mm -hmm. So when did you, was there a certain moment, certain album, certain person you hung out with yeah. that was like, man, I really like hip hop. I like rap. Yeah. That's a weird story. Um, we got time. So go I don't know it. if it's a weird story, but like, <laughs> so back in my senior year of high school, Christian hip hop was like not what it is today. Like okay. today you'll hear it on like- What year was senior year of high school? Um, 2008, 2009. Okay. So it wasn't anywhere like it is today. And even before then it was like super whack. Like it was just trash. Lame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so anyways, I remember my sister, uh, I was already like rapping with like friends at, at the school or whatever. Um, 
And my sister was like, well, you should, you should uh, think about like Christian rap or whatever. I was like, what? And she showed me like this magazine with this guy named Lecrae on it. Uh-huh. And I remember it was like 2008 and I was like, this is super trash. So I went to YouTube and I like, I like YouTube them and like Triple E came up and I was listening to some of their stuff and I didn't like it at all. So like, really? This is really bad. They were incredibly popular. They still are popular, yeah. but I'm surprised to hear yeah. that. But so I listened and I heard the first song that made me say, okay, was uh, Take Me As I Am. Okay. By Lecrae off the Rebel album. And then I think it was off the Rebel album or it was like Real Talk. And then I heard um, Praying For You. And so I was like, wow, okay. And like those were the only two songs I had in rotation. It was like Drake, J. Cole. Uh, I don't even know who else I was listening to at the time. And then like randomly in the middle of there, it was like Lecrae. Okay. And then it was like that song. And so that you already was, had some hip hop influence, just not yeah, Christian yeah, yeah. hip hop yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I've always liked rap music. Well, okay. yeah, I've always liked rap music. Um, it just wasn't like Christian rap music because I just felt like it was just so, I didn't like it very much. But anyways, yeah. as time went on. like Here's a question I have yeah. for you because I think, and I want to hear your opinion on this because I don't think it was just secluded to Christian hip hop, Christian rap that was kind of lame. I think uh-huh. Christian music can be kind of lame sometimes. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Oh, man, I, I feel like there's a lot of reasons. The one reason I would say is and this might I'm not trying to be offensive or anything but like I feel like sometimes we can be in our own little world and we're unable to like communicate a message that relates to people who aren't in our Christian bubble our Christian circle sure. and I mean, any like subculture has like lingo mm-hmm. that they share that they understand within that subculture but like if someone outside of that subculture comes into that subculture they're like what does that even like what does sure. that word mean yeah. and I don't think that's a bad thing I just think that's just how it, it's played out sure. um, and then also I feel I've, I hear this all the time it's like oh well I'm just making I'm just making music for God man like God's gonna bless it and it's like that's true but it's still trash like <laughs> you know what I mean like it still needs to be like quality stuff yeah. and so I think those are the two two reasons why like I don't know it. it's just not always that that good of, yeah of so it sounds like you kind of got started you're like man i don't want to just make music i want to do it really well and yeah, not yeah, make yeah. trash yeah. stuff yeah and i i mean my sister is like um brutally honest with me and like that's good we all need someone yeah man and a little she, bit too she like hurt my feelings so many times and just like oh my gosh but she was always like very gracious like you can do better like you can do better than that and so she's always been like a good balance for me um, my wife is not impressed by me at all. <laughs> she humbles me a lot. Um, yeah, and so I feel like I think I've I probably would have made a lot of trash art had I not had like some serious people who like could honestly speak into yeah. the craft and say I like this, I don't like that. Here's how you can make it better. Yeah. So gotcha. So who are some of those? Inf- you named some of those influences, but yeah. early on, kind of crafting. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of people. Um, I'll, I'll only list like a couple though. Um, I have my friend uh, Darren. Uh, he used to go by. Uh, well, his name is Darren, but his his rap name's Theo Blue, and he okay. went to ACU. But um, you know, I'll send him stuff and you know let him critique it. Um, I said my sister, uh, my friend Josh Bonet. Um, okay. I don't know if you know Josh or not, but he went to ACU. He'll speak into it. Uh, recently. Um, I, a new friend of mine, uh, his name is Tyler Daniel. You know, I'll send stuff to Love him. And, yeah, I know him. Yeah, and and he'll critique it. Um, a good friend of mine, Kiso Langston. 
you know, I'll send stuff to all these different people and they'll speak into it. And, you know, some of them are like what I would call fans. So like I could probably wrap my ABCs and they'll like it. Yeah. Um, but then, but some of them are able to just like step away and say like, Oh, I, I like this. I like that. Yeah. Uh, keep this, take that out. And yeah. So that's awesome. Take me back to like, when did you decide like, Hey, I actually want to just do this. I don't like just music. Mm-hmm. I want to actually start creating this kind of music. Uh, it's probably my freshman year of college okay. um, at ACU. Um, I had heard of a guy, freshman year was horrible, but I heard of, I heard of a guy named Bizzle um, at the time. And he got me through like a lot of hard times okay. during the to- during that, during my okay. freshman year. Hold, I can't just let you go. Why was freshman year? Oh, man. Well, first, uh, Abilene, I hated Abilene because <laughs> okay. I came from Austin the Austin area, so like just fast. It was like fast paced life. Sure. And then I came to ACU, and it was just like super slow. Like yeah. there wasn't a lot going on, and so that was a hard part. And then I was a, uh, you know, I was pretty good. Like I was like a district uh, defensive MVP in basketball. Okay, whatever. Shout out, like yeah. big deal. I like, get <laughs> yeah. it. All right, all right. No, 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 big no. deal. Not at all. Not at all. But I came when I came to ACU. It was like who cares? Like who cared that I was that good in high school? In high school. So I was like starting over from that. And then like, you know, I left all my friends that I had since elementary and like just the typical freshman year for everybody, you yeah. know? And it just weighed, it just weighed hard on me. Just, I don't think I was ready for uh change, I guess. Sure. And so um was not really sure about my faith. Like I didn't really know if I was a Christian or not. And so I was listening to his stuff because he had just come from like the secular industry into the Christian circle. So he yeah. was like, kind of calling out some of the stuff that was happening like within the church and different things like that. So I could relate because he was like on in that gray area. And so I was like, man, like if his, if he's having that, and I knew so many people that were in the same spaces as me um, and he was reaching me. So I was like, man, like I can, I could do this. Like, I like how he's rapping. I think I can do this, you know? Yeah. And so uh, I vividly remember it was like one day after class and I was listening to, it was the messenger at the time. And um, I think it was like a he had a song called like Explaining to Do or something like that. And I was listening to it and I just remember just being blown away. It's like, yeah, I got to do this. Yeah. And I texted my my friend uh, Kyle and I was like, hey, man, do you think I could do this? And uh, he was like, I don't know, man, like Christian rap seems like it's really like it would be really hard. And I'm like, why? He's like, you know, because you can't curse. Like you can't talk about (laughs) girls with money. And I was like, yeah, that is true. And then I told my mom and she was like, what? No. But I knew, like, I was like, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. And so ever since then, I just hit the ground running. Yeah. So how'd you get started? Were you just in your, your dorm oh room gosh, recording? Yeah. So I found out that I could get a rock band mic and plug it into the No USB. way. Like the Xbox <laughs> yeah. game? Yes. Yes. Let's go. So I had a rock band mic, plugged it into the USB, and then I got a Sonic cup, like the large Route 44. Stop this. And I uh, took the bottom of the cup out and I turned it upside down and stuck it in there. I just had it on my desk like that, and I just rapped. So you literally just jammed the, the microphone. Band, yeah. And so it would stay up, <laughs> yeah. and you would just have to, like, yeah. lean into it. And, and Yeah. Why were you afraid to hold it? What was the deal? Uh, just because, like, I didn't want to uh, – saying this now sounds really stupid because I was recording on a rock band mic, but I didn't want the quality, <laughs> the quality to sound bad. <laughs> so I put it in a sonic cup just to balance just it. Just to hold it. Yeah, yeah. What was the first song you recorded or wrote? Oh, my gosh. First song, I don't remember the first song. I remember the first one that everyone liked, and that was uh, 
it was called it was called like found god in the radio okay. and i was just talking about like you know i was going through a lot and god was like speaking to me through the music that i was listening on the radio gotcha and so a lot of people liked it gravitated towards it was it vulnerable for you to start putting out your stuff or did you feel like hey i I'm confident with this, and so I feel confident with. I think I was. I think I was like a little ignorant to the idea of like quality music sure. and like, and like because I understand like the the idea of like you're creative, so just put it out and you'll get better as you go. Um, I I get that now, but at the time I was just ignorant to like the idea of like mixing and mastering and recording it several times before it's perfect, and yeah. I just I was just you know, going, I would just write it, record it and release it. Like that was my process. And I think it was just the grace of God, dude, like that people even actually gave it a chance to to even sit with the music. Um, But it was terrible. Oh my gosh. I look, I listened back to the stuff I first recorded and I'm like, you, all y'all are liars. Like (laughs) this is not good stuff, but they, I mean, I mean, God used it, I guess. But yeah, so. And I mean, if everyone just totally crapped on it right when you did that, what are the odds you would have just been like, you know, this is a Yeah, me. true. That is true. So, yeah, it's part that of the process. Yeah. And it's good that you had people in your life. And yeah. they, sure, they may have not have known that it was not great. Yeah, true. But yeah. like them saying, hey, this is awesome. Right. Yeah. Probably gave you some spark. It did. It did. Yeah. Absolutely. So I didn't look back from there. I mean, I've been, I'm still doing it today. Not as, not in the same way that I was, but I mean, I'm still doing it today. So, yeah. So what was next? So you get this garage band mic. Yeah. So in the dorm room. What's so the, that I, I, I did that for years. And you're, um, you're a student. So what are you studying, studying at ACU? Uh, so my freshman year, I was studying, I was studying mass communications. Okay. Um, then I ended up leaving ACU cause I hated it. And I went to Temple college, which is in Temple, Texas to, um, play basketball there and hopefully transfer to a bigger school, bigger city. Gotcha. Um, didn't work out. I ended up getting, uh, robbed with a 12 gauge shotgun what yeah okay yeah i need to hear that story what in the world yeah man so uh my freshman year uh i was coming in i was like trying to become confident in my faith but i was still living a pretty fast life and so i ended up transferring and i ended up having a roommate who was you know doing a lot of stuff that he shouldn't have been doing okay um and he was friends with like uh gang members pretty much and there was a guy that the the gang was hanging out with he was he was like gambling taking people people's money he was doing that little card thing okay and he took a lot of their money um and so anyways the gang told my roommate to invite him to our apartment so that they could get the money back and so my naive my dad's a cop so in a way I was like kind of sheltered just unobservant you know didn't realize that they were trying to set this dude up and so uh they invite him to the to our apartment at like 2 30 in the afternoon and it's like people smoking drinking it's like a day party pretty much in our apartment and i'm there but i'm like dude this is getting out of hand cops are gonna show up so sure enough like we hear knock at the door and i'm like crap like it's gonna it's the cops like my dad's gonna find out these guys probably know my dad like oh my gosh yeah and so the guy, like, he opens the door and he, like, looks out and his eyes get, like, super big. And I'm like, what the heck? And he hits the ground and starts, like, bear crawling to the wall. Dude comes in with, like, no yeah, way. bandanas, shotgun. And then the two guys behind him had, like, 
you know, pistols or whatever. And I'm standing in my kitchen, like, and it was like, dude, when I say it was like a movie, it was literally like a movie and everything just slowed down. And I, I just kind of stared, I was just kind of staring at him and people were like scrambling and I'm just standing, I'm just like standing there. And he's like, uh, man, what the, you know, you looking yeah. at, get on the ground. And I get on the ground, I put my hands up and I, I start bawling. And it was like, at that moment, I was like, dude, I have got to turn my life around. Dang. Like, I got to turn my life around. Yeah. And so that just fueled the music, honestly. Like, that just, that fueled me, that fueled my faith, that fueled the music. Yeah. Um, and so I got out of that situation, had to go to ACC, which was uh, Austin Community College. And I was at the house. And so had conversations with my parents, like, you should go back. You should go back to ACU. And I'm like, oh, man. Um, but I figured, you know, Maybe I should, you know, I didn't give it, I didn't give it the right chance the first time. So I ended up going back and it was a totally different experience yeah. um, after I get back. So what was so different about it? Just your uh, life, yeah, where you were, yeah, yeah, I, I, different people. Yeah. I mean, the first time I was like, man, I'm just trying to hoop and go home. I'm not really trying to get involved in sing song and all this other stuff that's going on. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of any of that. Well, the second time I came, I was like, all right, I'll go. Get I'll give it a chance. Yeah, did no, you get in a sing no, song? No, oh, I never did. Up. I never did. But I went a couple of times and it was fun. But, uh, you know, I had some good roommates and, you know, I, I, I just I think the second time I just gave it a chance. The first time I was like done with it. The, the second time I gave it a chance yeah. and I learned a lot, met a lot of amazing people that are still in my life today. Um, but uh, anyways, so I want to go back to this. So yeah. let's go back to that scene and you're getting you got I mean, the people with shotguns and mm -hmm. guns bursting into your apartment. What is it about that moment that you're like, I've got to I've got to change? Like what, what's going through your head? Man, the one thing I could say is that like it was like a normal day. It was like two thirty in the afternoon. Like it wasn't like I had this eerie feeling and the sun was down. And I was by myself. It wasn't. That. It was like a normal day. Yeah. And like from it went from zero to 100. And it was like. I just realized in that moment, like life is really fragile and I've been playing games. Like I've been playing around. Gotcha. And like, I think, I don't wanna, I, my theology could be off on this, but like, I felt like it was God saying like, stop trying to figure this thing out. Like I'm I'm real and like, you know, surrender, to, you know, surrender yeah. your life to me. And the one thing that freaked me out was like, man, like if that gun goes off, I don't have a clue where I'm going. Yeah. Like, I don't know Dang. if I'm going up or down. Yeah. And that wasn't a comfortable feeling to to have, dude. Like that wasn't cool. And so, yeah. So after that, it was like, all right, I gotta see like what God's really talking about. And yeah. so, um, yeah. And so I, I talked about it in my music. I still talk about it to this day because I feel like that was the turning point for me. Um, funny story. I was actually okay until I saw like the hardest dude in there crying. <laughs> like once I saw him cry, I was like, oh my God, like maybe I do need to be scared. Cause at first I was like, I was in shock and I hit the ground and then I'm like, I'm looking around and I see him crying. I'm like, oh shoot. Yeah. If he's crying, that's like, that's like the rock crying. Like if you go somewhere and like it's danger and stuff, it's like, you're going to look at the rock. Cause maybe, I don't know. He's your beacon of hope. But like, no, that dude's, yeah, he's bawling. And so I'm like, Oh shoot! Like maybe this is a serious situation, and yeah. I just like I lose it. So you're face to face with your mortality, and yeah, man, yeah, pretty much. And so yeah, I, it's it's weird, man, and and it's uh, I've like just with the evangel like evangel evangelizing the different people who have been in, in situations like that. 
like being able to talk to them or relate to them about situations that they've been in, like in comparing it to the situation that I was in, it just yeah. the power in that conversation every time is just like it's just, it's a different way that that we bond. It's yeah. it's really weird. Like I don't know how to explain that, but you know, I remember when I uh when I was a part of the college ministry at a church here called Bellway, um, and we would go out and do different like uh, you know, uh trips to, to evangelize and stuff. And I, we would we would encounter people that went through similar situations, and I would explain to them like, was it like this and was it like that? Like, yeah, like it was just like that. And here's how God met me there. And yeah. it's like, oh wow, like I would have never, I would have never thought of it in that way. And so I'm like, yeah, I, I definitely got to write about this. Like I have to rap about this because you know there's people out there who have, who have gone through similar situations. Yeah. And so, anyways, I just felt like it added just an, another element to my craft. Um, and I mean, just the grace of God, I yeah. guess. So what was the next step for you? You're at ACU, you're yeah. starting to record, you got your rock band mic going. Yeah. What's the next step? Yeah, so I end up meeting a guy. So I come back to ACU, I'm still rapping with the same equipment. I end up meeting a guy uh, named Matt Preston. We okay. were The rec center had just opened. It was like 2011. We're playing basketball, and a couple of people knew that I rap, but a lot of people knew that he rapped because he had a song that came out, and he did it at like one of the – uh, talent shows or whatever so everyone knew about him so yeah. they are like hey do you know Matt and I was like I have no idea who that is you know and so I was at the rec center and he came in and uh, somebody I think someone showed me a picture of him or something and he looked like the guy so I was like hey are you Matt he was like, he's like yeah he was, he's he's uh, he's an oddball but anyways uh, I love Matt but he was like he was like yeah and so I was like dude I, I love your music man he was like cool he's like we should get together sometime so we actually went over to his game or to his house during a UT game and met his family. And we did a song called uh, Overall. I think it was called Overall or something like okay. that. And shortly after that, we hooked up with some guys at Harden Simmons. And then we formed like a, a label called Parable Records. I thought you were about to say boy band. I would no, have been so hyped no. if you would have said we formed a boy band. Dude, some of our like photo shoots look like we were just, like a boy band like no no joke no boy band but you start a label yeah uh, okay, we started, i'm a little disappointed but. <laughs> yeah we start well yeah we started a label and man we did that for a while um and then life happened you know people started getting married and having kids and yeah uh you know life happened and things fell apart um and so i had a decision to make at that time it's like okay like you know i i was engaged to my wife at the time, uh, I was like, man, like, I had to find a job. Like, I got to figure out, like, what I'm going to do. And music wasn't cutting it. And so uh, I had to, like, transition into the to the workplace or whatever. Did you, did you want to pursue music full time? Or yeah. were you like, this is still just a hobby? So uh, was it difficult for you to, like, maybe have to put that dream on hold? Dude, it was, it was very difficult okay. for me. Um, yeah, it was very difficult. Uh yeah, it was it was it was hard because it was just like man, like I just felt like I was settling in a, in a lot of ways, and that sounds bad. It's like man, like you know, I wanted I wanted the the life that I have, um, but before I met my wife and before like we started dreaming of you know where we were gonna be and different things like that, it was yeah. like it was just music. Everything was art. Everything was music, and just naturally um, priorities and different things like that, and so. When it got to it was it was like 2016 when I really felt like God was saying, "Hey, I know you want to go left, but I'm taking you right." Yeah. 
and I was I was mad, dude. Like yeah. I was I was I was extremely upset. And you weren't like, yes, Lord. No, Let's no, <laughs> no, sir. I was angry. Yeah. Um, and I, I I was in that I, was, I think I was in that place for about two years. Like I got it's 2016 as when I remember those those things welling up. 2018 is when I felt I feel like I finally started to like surrender it to, sure. to God. Got married in 2017, and so. Um, yeah. So anyways, things fell apart and, you know, I had to figure out what I was going to do as far as like, you know, income and how am I, how am I going to support my family? Yeah. And so, um, kind of was in ministry for a little bit, uh, wasn't really feeling that too much. And so a lot of people kept telling me, my mom worked in, in education my sister worked in education. My aunt, where everyone in my family worked in education. So yeah. everyone was like, Hey, you should, you should think about being a teacher. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be a teacher. Like kids are bad. They're mean. What did you get your degree at ACU? In? Uh, communications. Okay. So naturally I wanted to either, you know, become a musician or like a motivational speaker. That's kind of okay. what I wanted All to right. do. And, uh, I was like, I'm not about to be a teacher. I don't want to teach. And so, um, I ended up being a social worker at a middle school and, People kept telling me like, "Hey, you should, you know, you should think about this, think about that." Yeah. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to just teach. Like, I want to coach. Well, sure enough, like one of the coaches or several of the coaches ended up getting jobs elsewhere, so there was a spot open. And I approached my my principal about. It. I said, "Hey, thinking about this, he was like, do it. Like, do it. You should go for it." So I buckled down, studied for it. We also found out like we were pregnant, so it was like kind of added fuel to the fire and. Got certified and became yeah. a teacher, and man, it's been it's been challenging, yeah, in a lot of ways. But it's also been like really cool, yeah, at the same time. So you mentioned your family, like your family, like tell me about your family. Uh, so uh, my dad was a or he's a retired police officer. Yeah. Um, mom is a retired guidance counselor, but she is now she now has her own private practice. Okay, um, are I, they still in Austin? They're still in Austin. Gotcha. All my family's still in Austin. Okay, which is also like you know the draw to like go home. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. So they're, they're also there. My, my sisters are in education, uh, brother-in-law's in education. And my, uh, adopted brother is in, uh, law enforcement. Okay. So where'd you meet your wife at? So long story. So my, how'd you meet your wife? Yeah. So Give my, me the story. I want to hear that. Yeah. So my roommate, uh, he was from Colorado and he had a friend uh, who worked at the church or he was like a elder at the church and they needed like a youth deacon for the summer. And so, uh, not a youth deacon, but he heard my music and wanted me to go on tour. So okay. I got to stop there. I got to stop there for a second. Okay. So I grew up church of Christ uh-huh. and you went to ACU. So you know how chapel I didn't is. go to ACU. You didn't go to ACU? No, I, I do a lot with ACU cause my wife okay. works there. I went, you went to, to Hart Simmons. Simmons. Yep. That's right. That's right. That's yep. right. I knew that. Okay, well, have you ever been to ACU's chapel before? Yes. So it's like all acapella, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, man. Bless yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. about the only thing. Okay. Yeah. So Anyways, imagine. I'll edit that out. Imagine Lecrae coming on right after that. Like just the the whiplash of like, oh, okay, we were just, Lord bless you and keep you. Now we're like throwing water bottles and jumping up. Yeah. Down. Like it was just so, so he wanted me to go on tour with them, like with their acapella group. Gotcha. And so that was like my first, like, oh man, like, I don't know if I know how to do this. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, I went on tour with them and <clears throat> kind of got acquainted with that church. And so they invited me back the following summer 
to uh, be the intern at their at their church. And so my wife was going or yeah, she was uh, going to church that her family uh, grew like her, her and her brother grew up at that church. Okay. And so I was uh, an intern there and she was, you know, part of the church and we went to uh, uh, our we didn't like each other very much when we first met. So I was gonna say that she thought I was. She thought I was like, like super arrogant and like mean, and I thought she was like kind of snooty. Were you arrogant and mean? Probably. Okay. Okay. I, I probably so was. <laughs> I probably was at the time. And dude, I was part of Parable Records. Like, of course, I was gonna. Be, yeah. I was feeling myself. A little stuck up. Yeah, a yeah, little I bit. I get it. I get it. So, anyways, uh, You're in a boy band. Yeah. I get it, man. <laughs> So, and she, I, I just thought she was like snooty. So like, I vividly remember we were on like this field These trip. These are great first impressions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, so, so I'm sitting on a rock and we had just got back from the sand dunes and I'm sitting on a, on a rock and she comes up. She's like, Hey, so like trying to ask me questions. And I was like, like giving her one word answers and stuff like that. Yeah. And so she walked away, like not feeling me at all. And so she told one of the, she told the elder's wife, like, he can go back to where he came from because he is not started doing a good job serving this church. And I found out about that later. I was like, dang. But anyway, so we were like, I think it was like BBS or something. Like we were hanging out. I was like, man, she's, she's kind of cool, you know? And okay. I'm guessing she thought the same. And so we went to a coffee shop and we were just hanging out. And Coffee shop, the classic. Like, yeah. Can we go get, <laughs> yeah. grab, was it like that? Can we go grab coffee? Yeah, pretty much. That's it was, that's pretty much what it was. And we sat down we started talking and, uh, it was like, are you feeling this? She's like, yeah, I'm feeling this. And so I was like, you know. I was feeling this mean like marriage. You feeling marriage? She's like, Yo. Man, I hate to say, I hate to be the stereotypical story of like, Christian guys meeting girls, but that's exactly what it was. Like when we sat down, I was like, "Yeah, like I'm pretty sure I'm going to marry you." She had the Did same. Did you tell thing. her that? I was arrogant, so yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, records. I did, okay. I did, I did. So you said yes, I did. Didn't scare her off. It didn't scare her off. What? Yeah, it it made our families be like, like what? Who is this? But I mean, we 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 were we've been together ever since. Dang. So how long are you all? Dating before you got married? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. We've been together for seven years. Okay, how long have you been married? Three. Okay, so four years. Four years. There's the math. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Four years. Yeah. But even day one, you knew. Yeah. What took so long? Is this a... No, no, no. A, yeah, no. Uh, uh, well... Was she asking the same question? She... What t no, 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 so no, no. Okay. No, we kind of had a plan. Like, okay, so I'm, I'm four and a half years older than her. So okay. I was on my, I was exiting college when she was like just entering. Gotcha. So we wanted to like both be graduated, kind of know like what we were okay. doing career wise. A lot of logistics behind it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You weren't just dragging your feet. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I, get, I can respect that. Yeah. So we had a plan, and it was hard. I mean, there was like times we were like, man, we just let's just let's just do it. But we had a plan. We had to stick to it. Yeah. So that's what. Now it you've was. got a daughter. Now we have a daughter. How yeah. old is she? She's eighteen months. Man. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, Holland Joy Alexander. That's so, so awesome. What, what, any special meaning behind the name? Uh, no, we just, uh, we just thought Holland was a creative name and, uh, yeah, we just kind of went with it. Yeah. So, I like that. I, I yeah. like it when people don't have special. Yeah. It's just like, I just like the name. Like, for example, yeah. my daughter's name's Claire mm -hmm. and it's actually found some really special meaning because Claire means bright and, okay. uh, which is a huge, uh, it's so her personality. She's mm -hmm. about the, she's two, almost two years yeah. old and her name's Claire, but people have asked us like, us like, Hey, w what's the name Claire from? Did you ever watch the show lost? 
No, but I've heard of it before. Lost, you should never watch the show. It's terrible. Okay. But we watched it. And on the show, there's a girl named Claire. Uh-huh. And I remember us sitting in our apartment in Dallas being like, I like that yeah. name. Yeah. Claire? Yeah. All right, Claire it is. <laughs> yeah. And that was the extent of it. We That's didn't know story. anyone named yeah. Claire. No one's family member's yeah. name's Claire. But yeah. uh, later we were like, bright, clear, and she's yeah. amazing. So I love that there's no... Yeah. No, no, no real story. That's yeah. awesome. In 18 months. 18 months, yeah. Man. That's so funny. She's awake. She might be awake. So if you've heard some noise during this thing, <laughs> yeah. she's running around doing something, yeah. which is totally awesome. But I want to talk about, okay, because you've kind of introduced the duality of your life, mm-hmm. hip hop artist, musician, creative, but also in recording artist mm-hmm. and also a family guy with a job, you're a coach. How has it been navigating those different worlds? Because I think the stereotypical Instagram hip hop, that's all he does. He just hip hop, hundred yeah. percent, yeah. no ties. Mm-hmm. Just travels the world, lives a life of luxury, mm-hmm. recording all the time. Yeah, but you, are, you've got like a real life. You've yeah. got a family. You've got a daughter. You've got a full time job. You're a coach. Yeah. How has it been navigating those different worlds together? Yeah. Well, first, I want to give a shout out to a couple people. Um, there's a rapper named Ruslan, and there's another rapper named Belief in Fatherhood. So. Uh, back in 2016, 18, they were kind of in similar seasons. They were a part of a group uh, called the Dream Junkies, and they're based in California. And similar things happened to them that happened to, like, the label that I was part of here in Abilene. Um, And they kind of felt the same draw to, like, go elsewhere with their music. Rather than going to get, like, a full-time job like me they just kind of went the youtube route okay and stopped like you know touring and traveling and stuff like that um it's kind of you know set up patreon accounts and stuff like that but it was like it was the idea of okay well i thought pretty i had a lot of momentum going this way but god like halted me and wanted me to go right instead yeah. um and i just kind of sat back and watched how they navigated that and you know the youtube videos that they were putting up to kind of you know be vulnerable and express where they were in those seasons. And I just learned a lot. Um, and one of, one of the things that I pulled away, I feel like was be content where like, you know, with whatever it is that God gives you. Um, even if, even if the plan that you had wasn't originally what you saw, like know that God is good. It's, it's cliche, but it's like, know that God is good and that he's faithful with the season of life that he has you in. Yeah. Um, and eventually, like, you'll start to see the fruits of, uh, you know, the call that he's put on your life. And so, I don't know. I guess the way I, I navigate it is just, like, I have to be extremely disciplined as far as, like, like if, if, if I'm at the house and I start looking up beats, I could be gone until... <laughs> 3 a.m. just okay. like surfing like creating all of these ideas in my head of yeah. like what I could do um I miss the days I love being married and I love my family but I miss the days where that wasn't interrupted yeah um and where I could just go and do that all the time so now what I have to do is I have to be extremely disciplined like I have to have a schedule so like I look at my week and I say okay Friday um I don't have anything going on so what I need to do is I need to get in and I have like an office set up, but like I need to get in 
at 7.30 and I need to give myself until midnight to just do whatever I need to do. Yeah. And honestly, I'm more productive because I'm on a schedule to yeah. get stuff figured out and done. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things about my job is the fact that like we get all holidays off, including summer break. So in a way, I'm still creating and we get weekends off. So like in a way, I'm still creating a lot. It's just that um, I'm not, that's not the only thing that I'm doing. Yeah. So that's the cool thing about education. And my mom was actually one of the first people to tell me like, okay, you don't have to go work at a bank or you don't have to go work over here, over there. Why don't you work in education? Like you're going to be around kids who are going to tell you like what's cool, what's hip right now. Like I'm using word like, so side note, I think it was like two weeks ago. I said something like, like, why y'all coming in my classroom all crunk? You know, crunk was a word. I haven't that, heard that word in yeah, 10 years. Yeah, I, I know. And I'm like, I'm trying to, like, in my mind, it's like something that I still, like, say mm. for some reason. And my kids are like, crunk, what does that mean? <laughs> and so I was like, dang. So, like, you know, they, I hear words. Do you have a definition for crunk? Hype. Did you, like, hype? Okay. Yeah, like, why are you coming in hype and, like, you know, coming quietly, you know, whatever. But it keeps, it keeps me, like, up on the latest lingo yeah. and different stuff like that. But then I also have time to, like, once I get off that job, I can go and create. And yeah. so it's, I think it's just a, it's a balance of, like, communicating with Kaylee. Like, hey, Kaylee, like, this song has been on my heart. Like, this idea yeah. has been on me for months. Like, I need grace. Can I, like, like for, for the next two months, like, after dinner, can I please go and, like, create this? Yeah. And... I mean, she's always gracious. I mean, she she believes in my skills. And so, yeah, I mean, that it's just like rather than just, oh, I got an idea. I can go do it. I just have to move a little differently. Yeah, you got to be strategic about yeah, it. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. strategic about yeah. yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it weird for you to like kind of live the life of a teacher and also a recording artist? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Especially when my kids found out that I was a recording artist, like. How they, did you tell them? Did someone Google you? So, or? yeah, I mean, kids talk. So last last year was my first year um, teaching. And I think I was in the middle of a lesson. And this one kid, like, they got tired of me saying that the rappers that they listen to are trash. They got okay. tired of it. Like, oh, yeah, coach, like, you can do better. So I was like, uh -oh. you don't believe? Like, uh -oh. <laughs> like, and I didn't mean to do it, but I was caught up in the moment. Did you get like, out your rock band microphone? I did, I you did don't think it. I, I can did do it. better? <laughs> I did it. I did it. But I was like, hey. I was like, you don't believe it? I said, you can look me up. That's all I said. You can look me up on YouTube. Oh, snap. And so I'm thinking, I'm forgetting this, like, the technology generation. So, like. Yeah, they all pull out their phones. Instantly. And, I mean, that thing spreads, like, wildfire through the school. And so, man, I'm creative, but, like, I'm super introverted. I'm, like, super shy, too. Sure. So, like, I was embarrassed, man, like, for months at a time. Because they would just, I mean, middle school kids, they'll just bring it up random times. Like, you're in the middle of a conversation about, like testing next week and like hey coach and they'll like just play yeah, music, yeah, yeah you know and so it's like, oh my i mean gosh. were they cool about it or were they like oh this is oh this you get a week yeah you get a mixture of everything okay. and i feel like that's another thing is like it makes my thin my skin so thick yeah and i guess the reality is music is so vulnerable mm -hmm. and then i mean at a level as being a teacher and a coach yeah those kids don't get access to your life right exactly and suddenly it's like oh gosh yeah, yeah. they're hearing yeah. some real themes about what's going on right in my heart and right so i'm sure those two weird yeah, worlds colliding. absolutely absolutely there was actually a music video i shot this past summer like you know i was i was really putting myself in the shoes of people who were like struggling 
with like suicidal thoughts and just being stuck inside and quarantine and stuff. And yeah, I had a, you know, I had a gun in the video and one of my kids was like super concerned. Like they came to school like, coach, like, are you okay? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, you had a gun in your video. And I had to like sit like, Hey, as an artist, like you put yeah. yourself in, you know, so like, yeah, I mean, that's absolutely, that's Has very it true. Open the door to any cool conversations. Absolutely. Like yeah. What? Um, a lot of kids, so a lot of my kids, uh, you know, they have some, they have some hard stories. And so, uh, one of my songs, uh, is called no treasures, like, a, and I shot it at a park out here and was dribbling. And it's just talking about like the idea of like, I don't have any earthly treasures. Like all my treasures are in heaven. And so they were, you know, they're asking me like, Hey, like, you know, what, what is this about? Like, why did you, so generally like, like, why do you rap about the things that you rap about? Yeah. And so that's the opportunity for me to tell, to tell them my story. Like yeah. I went to school, went to, you know, to play basketball. I was a knucklehead, almost lost my life. You know, God was gracious. And now, you know, I'm, I'm doing this. And so a lot of them get confused. Like, why aren't you a full-time rapper? Like the ones that think I'm good. Cause all of them don't think I'm good. Some of them think I'm trash. That's fine. That's okay. They tell you that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> How do you respond? How do you respond to these seventh graders? Uh, I don't really care. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't care. It's just like, okay. Anyways, chapter five says, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't Love care. It. But, uh, anyways, so, you know, they asked me like, Hey, why, why don't you rap full time? And I, and I always say like, the short answer is like, if, like if I'm rapping full time and I'm out touring, it's like, man, I, I don't get an opportunity to have this conversation with you. Yeah. Like we don't get a chance to have dialogue yeah. like this. And so they're like, oh yeah, like I never, I never would have thought about it. But then the other ones are like, I, I, I'm, I need to go ch chase that money. I'm trying to get that money. And I'm just like, yeah, oh my gosh. Like yeah. there's so much that y'all need to learn. But yeah, and I think, I think that's, an, that's the other thing like that keeps me pretty like balanced and joyful is the fact that like, I'm I'm actually getting to like a lot of time as a musician you don't get to see the impact unless it's like you know on tour and like people are going crazy or like yeah. you know comment section and that and those things are valid and those things matter um, but I feel like the thing that keeps me grounded is like seeing that student in August versus seeing that student in May yeah. and seeing the growth that that yeah. one individual. Yeah. Like, it's just a different way. It's yeah. a different way of seeing, like, how am I making an impact? Yeah. And it's huge because I think in today's world, it's so important for students to have real life figures in their life. Mm -hmm. And I think teachers, again, out of necessity, there's this kind of a wall, a relational wall, yeah. an intimate wall between mm -hmm. teachers and students. But I think it's awesome that someone who's in their life daily, they also have a picture mm -hmm. of your life and your story. So you're not just, Oh, Mr. Alexander's here right. to teach us. It's like, Oh, I've heard some stuff that's going on in his life and he's able to kind of relate to my life a little bit. And so yeah. he's not so scary. He's not so dangerous. Yeah. And he actually like, I want to talk to him and ask him some of these questions. What right. do you mean about this song? Right. I think that's huge to be able to. And I think that's an opportunity that people who are just on tour, like exactly what you're saying, mm -hmm. who are on tour, they don't have that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. to connect with this younger generation right. who are struggling with the themes that you're talking about. Yeah. And certainly the other teachers probably in your school aren't putting out content about suicide or yeah. death or mm -hmm. God. And so you have a really cool and unique opportunity right. to connect with that generation yep. that I don't think probably you didn't even have a plan for. 
you didn't even have in your mind when you felt the Lord navigating yeah, you this way. Absolutely. And that's a really cool part yeah. of that story. Yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. So talk me through like <clears throat> I don't know. One of the questions I had was like, what are you most proud of in your musical career? Um, the relationships that I've built. Okay, yeah. Right the, the the opportunities that I've been able to be a part of as far as like serving serving people. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of the things that um I've been able to do have been because of music. Um and music has opened up a door, maybe not to like a full time, like Grammy nominated, you know, career, but like yeah. I've had some really cool uh, situations and relationships that have come through, come through music. Yeah. Um, that man, I don't honestly believe that they would have come any other way had I not been able to, you know, put words to, to, to music. And yeah. so that's the one thing I'm, I'm probably the most thankful for. Now, if you had asked me this question years ago, I, I don't think I would have said the same thing, but I'm, I'm in a different, I guess I'm in a different space now. I just, I, I, I look at all of the, the, uh, the relationships that I that I that have come into my life because of music and yeah. that's probably the, the thing that I'm the most yeah grateful for yeah that's awesome is there any like particular song that you're most proud of yeah so um yeah there's a lot of them but the one the one that I'll say right now is probably the most uh, uh it's a more recent song so it's a, it's a single off of my latest EP called Known Before mm -hmm. and that song is probably the song that I'm the most proud of that I've probably ever made. What is it? Uh, it's called Known Before. No, oh, yeah, it's the title track. Yeah, it's the title track and the title of the EP. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so... Uh, Why is that one so special to you? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's a lot of parts to it. Uh, there's a guy that I mentioned earlier, a good friend of mine named Tyler Daniel, and we connected uh, over the pandemic, over, over like, around summertime, and uh, he uh, just became the... Uh, worship pastor at the church that I go to here in town and um he messaged me on uh, Facebook and was like hey man like I'm I would really like to connect with you so we sat down one time and he was like what's your story like I know that you're a talented musician I've heard people say that but like what's like who are you like yeah. what's your story and I appreciated that and so we talked and he was like um dude let's let's do something yeah and I was like, okay, he <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? And so he kind of told me about his his uh, nonprofit and how they help artists. And so he was like, you know, we've never done a hip hop artist before. Let's try it. And so I was like, all right. So uh, he was like, you know, let's do an EP, like five songs. You write to him, and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah. So found found instrumentation, wrote to it, and we went down to his. Uh, there's like a studio space that they have in in uh, Round Rock, which is also crazy because that's where I'm from yeah. and that was the first time that I had ever been in a, like an actual recording studio yeah. like I've been doing music for a long time that was the first time I had ever been in like yeah. a studio and so I recorded it and it was like super super fast process super tiring but like we recorded it and then uh later uh they had a girl named Andrea come in and kind of do some uh harmonizations to the songs and really brought the song to life yeah. I mean really brought the song Did to she life. do the whole EP uh, yeah, so if you hear any any female uh, vocalist on there, it's all she's her. She's unbelievable. Yeah, she's good. She's really good. Unbelievable. And like they said she was, but I think 
as a again going back to the first question we talked about being a christian in creative spaces yeah. like i'm i was naturally skeptical it's like yeah, she's probably okay like yes yeah. let's, let's let's relax she's yeah. probably not that good but she came in and like i was like wow she's good <laughs> oh, yeah. i was listening to this thing i was like my goodness yeah yeah and so that girl can sing. Anyway. yeah she i mean she carried it and I, I don't have any problem saying that like she carried that song and so i don't know about that i, I mean it was an incredible yeah um compliment and yeah yeah yeah, addition yeah. To it. but she added a lot to it oh for sure yeah and so uh anyways and so just hearing it back and like seeing the numbers grow that made me proud because in the past it was like okay what are my numbers what are my numbers but like now when i see it it's like okay like these numbers are like changing people like right now yeah. because of the whole process of like me connecting with tyler and then recording it in the town where i came from and like just having a friendship in that and just the quality of the music and like not only that but like what the song is talking about yeah. it's like all of these different you know areas have been co combined into like one yeah. body of art that's been like so pivotal uh for me and like all the people involved and yeah. so i would say that that's probably the song i'm the most proud I'm of let's do it for a second i just want to just want to get yeah. vibes here yeah mm. <laughs> i know that you've been waiting you didn't know her before this? No. All that you've been no need to wonder if I know what it is. Did you write this or did she write this to a company? I wrote it. So Seem like years have gone by. No more tears that we can cry. Can't even look to the sky. How on earth do we survive? Look at all this darkness here Can't you make it disappear Shine bright like a chandelier Yeah, she, on the verses she was like What do you want me to do on that? I was like, just do what you feel And I was like, wow She did, she did We supposed to be the light at the top of the hill But yet struggle to love our neighbors So does that reveal to the world that we serve a God Who could be trusted no matter what the odds how does it show something different that ain't hard to explain that oftentimes we lack grace because of all of the pain one nation under god isn't what we see choosing blood over water because we don't agree our pedigree started in gardens between four rivers but took a bite that wasn't ripe after taste was bitter so now we prone to divide because i won't get the whole, i won't spoil the whole thing if you want to if you haven't listened to the ep you need to go listen to the ep it's um, actually i want to my favorite track is just because it's so vibey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is that a word? Do people say I, that? It is now, I guess. I was listening to this track and going, my goodness. The vibes on this thing. Yeah. Waves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is my favorite one, too. I mean, it's the lyrics are incredible, mm -hmm. the content, but also just the artistry and the music the vibes. vibes just wait for this to hit <laughs> just wait for this it's like oh yeah look his love is like rain when i'm stuck in a drought if my mind was a jail then he okay. wouldn't get i'm gonna get distracted yeah. i'll just listen to that all it's <laughs> yeah. so good thanks man so good i appreciate that um really good you guys should all listen to this EP, but you should be proud of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's remarkable. The content is real and it's personal, mm -hmm. but it also hits home Yeah. for me. But it's like, man, 
I know me and LC aren't the only people going through these type of topics, yeah. and these themes. So it's really incredible that you are vulnerable and that you have the talent mm-hmm. to be able to put words to what's going on in your life. Yeah. It's amazing. Thanks. And your vibe is like, like you say, I think your bio is like hip hop artist, but you've got like soul in there. You've yeah. got like 90s synth stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So, um, Appreciate who, that. who's, did you find like, were there some loops online? Did, was yeah, it all? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. I didn't know if Gio, Mike Gio's in there crafting some stuff. Or, yeah. He definitely could. I mean, that's not outside of his skill set. Yeah. But. So, I mean, if you're a young artist or an artist, wherever you are, check out Flourish and get connected with them. Mm-hmm. And shout out to them. But, yeah. But that's cool that you got to partner with those guys, mm-hmm. make that connection, go back home and record yep. this. Yeah. It was it was a surreal moment, like it really was. Yeah. So well, it's so good, man. Thank you. Well, our time's almost up, but I want to hear what's next for you. I mean, you just that's a you dropped that a few months ago, mm-hmm. four or five months ago. Yep. What's next? Uh, right now, um, man, I have several songs that I've recorded. Uh, just trying to figure out um, what all I want to do with it, as far yeah. as you know, music video and like stuff like this. Just yeah. I'm just I'm. I am in the kitchen right now. Cooking. I'm cooking. Okay. I'm cooking right now. So uh, hopefully by by the summer, I'll have several several songs out, several music videos out. Yeah. Uh, That's just kind of my strategic time to create and really get back out there. Yeah. Um, Are there any particular themes you're going to hit on, you want to hit on? Yeah. I have a song right now called uh, Focus. Okay. Um, And uh, pretty much everything that we're talking about right now, just, uh, you know, remaining focused uh and kind of like a play on words like sometimes you know you get epiphanies when you're behind the wheel like when you're driving it's like oh like i never thought of it that way so i'm just kind of playing on that yeah um and just really talking about you know the lord speaking to you when you're driving behind the wheel yeah. and stuff like that so uh Je- I, jesus take the wheel is jesus that a, take is that the wheel man yeah. Has been written yet? <laughs> so yeah so right now i'm just i'm just cooking and uh, just trying to figure out where I'm going to go creatively, how I'm going to how I'm going to yeah. land it. So that's awesome. Real quick, what are some? Because again, maybe going back to like you're involved in the younger generation's mm-hmm. life right now as a coach and as a student. What would what's some advice you might have um, to maybe the younger generation who wants to be an artist or maybe yeah. on the same kind of journey and path that you are? What would you say to them? Yeah, well, I'm going to steal from an artist uh, named Natalie Lauren. Uh, she said this on an interview a few years back, but she said something that changed my life and really helped me to get to where I'm at. And she said, just be connected to God's cause, like whatever it is that God has for you. Like some people are called to be, so I'm a Christian artist. So everyone that I'm about to say is like in that lane, Christian hip hop artist. So like, if God is calling you to be a Lecrae, it's going to happen. Like, you know, you got to be disciplined. You have to do things with excellence um, in order to complement the calling. But like if God's calling you to do that, it's gonna happen, um, you know. But if He's calling you to have, don't be afraid of like the ordinary. Like, and I know that felt, that feels like you're settling or like, oh, that's lame. But it's like, man, like there's a lot of life changers who are world changers who who have lives that look like extremely ordinary. But yeah. like you peel back to Larry, that's not what the case is at all yeah. because it's it's divine. It's like where God put that person. And yeah. So. Be connected to God's cause and don't be discouraged if like, you know, it doesn't look like what you thought it was going to look like. Yeah. Because God is good and uh, he's like extremely faithful to like his purposes in your life. And so 
I, my biggest thing is, is like, don't get discouraged. Like keep, and I, I like what you said on, um, on, I, I, you did, did a video not too long ago where you were saying like, chase your dreams. Like don't, don't stop. Like, yeah. please don't stop chasing your dreams, especially when it looks like, you know, it's not turning out the way that you want it to. Yeah. That doesn't mean stop. Like that just means you might have to, you know, you know, rearrange your thought processes or how you're doing this or that. But like, that doesn't mean stop. Yeah. I had every right to stop. I had every right for known before not to happen. Like known before shouldn't have happened sure. according to my time, time scale. Yeah. But God was like, no, it, it needs to happen even in the midst of the season of life that you're in. So you gotta be connected to God's cause. Yeah. Like, and just don't get discouraged. Cause that makes me, it makes me sad when I hear like young people get discouraged like that. It discourages me. Cause it's like, you got your whole life ahead of you. Like, don't, don't let, your plans not prospering like hold you back yeah like keep fighting like yeah. you're stronger than you think you know especially if you're a believer you're stronger than you think yeah so love that that's incredible yeah. for real that's huge and uh man i appreciate you doing this yeah. how can people keep up with what you got going on uh they can follow me on uh instagram uh lc underscore alexander 90 and I also have a music page on there. Uh, we're at where, where is LC? Sweet. Um, so most of the stuff that I do is on there. And then YouTube as well, just LC Alexander, and I'll, I'll pop up. Sweet. So. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, man. Inviting me into your home. Yeah. And he, amazing hearing your story. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what's next for you and yeah. hearing what you got coming on. So I appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah, man. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.